Welcome back to the Low Bottom High Rise podcast with me, Moira Kassaba, your host. And I have a special treat for you today. So a couple weeks ago, I had the amazing opportunity to interview Randy Garn, who's one of my favorite people, favorite friends, best-selling author, high-performance coach, massively successful entrepreneur. And we did it through a private Zoom opportunity for a special audience. It was so much gold. You guys, the golden nuggets, like I I quite literally listened to the episode the night we recorded. It was so good. I passed it on to my husband. I passed it on to so many friends. And the next morning I woke up with the whisper, you need to turn this into a podcast because everybody needs to hear this. And so that's what I'm doing today. I am dropping you the live Q&A. Randy was actually tuned in live from fly fishing in Sundance, Utah. But no matter where this man is on planet earth, he has so much wisdom, so much guidance that is just invaluable for entrepreneurs or for anyone looking to live a high performance life. So without further ado, here's the Q&A with Randy Garn. Oh my gosh, you guys. We have the one and only Mr. Randy Garn literally fly fishing right now in Utah. How cool is that? <laughs> Dude, I'm just we're just we're warming up for you when you're out here. That's uh, what we're doing. I'm so excited to get out there with you and have my mastermind group out there. It's going to be next level amazing, no doubt. No doubt. Um Randy, we've got do you want to give just kind of a quick little synopsis of your background, who you are, all the things I want to tell them all about your book if for some reason they haven't read it. Uh, so many of the questions I know are answered in your book. So, will you give just a quick little background? Yeah, so, you know, I am um I am just a, an ama- amazing man from Idaho. I grew <laughs> up in Sugar City, Idaho. And I have a beautiful wife. I've got six kids. I've got two sets of twins. Um, I love more than anything, growing and building and scaling companies. My favorite thing in the world to do. And the only way that I do that is through leadership and working with amazing leaders. It truly is all about your people. And so I feel so blessed to be on the call with all of you guys, because you've got one amazing lady that is leading the charge. And I just think the world of her and what she's building and what she's doing. And so I'm just, uh, I'm grateful to be alive today, to be honest with you. Just grateful for everything. I love that. I feel the exact same way. And we're so honored to have you here. And I want to be super respectful of your time. So we're going to like rapid fire some questions. You ready for it? Dude, you know, I was born ready. Let's go. I know you are. So first question from Ashley, and I think I might know the answer to this. What does your everyday look like versus your ideal day look like? And then she said, I just love him and wish him the best always. So can you answer that? I think they might be one in the same. So what does my ideal day look like? Say it one more time. What What does your everyday life look like versus your ideal day look like? I love it. That's super, super insightful. That's a great question because what I try to do, I try to create everything the night before. So I do, I, I am a rigorous journaler. So I, I do not miss a night journaling. And so my day starts actually before I go to bed. So my day starts and I actually will write down 
in my journal, what are the five most important things that I must do today? And that's my number one thing that I'll really look at um, that night before to ensure that when I get out of bed, I've already got an amazing plan. Yeah. Um, so I'll really write down, I'll really write down what are the five things that I have to do no matter what, before I lay my head back down on the pillow, did I do those things? And, um, usually it's always important to do the hardest things first. Always do the hardest things first. If it's, you got to have a tough conversation or you have to do a really hard contract or you need to, um, really focus on writing your book. I always say, do your hardest things first. And I try to get all of my hardest things done before 11 o'clock. And so that's, that's been kind of a really good practice of mine. And even the night before, the other thing that I do that's been really super helpful for me is I create who are, for me, a lot of people have a business strategy. I actually have a, a human strategy and a relationship strategy. So I also write down who are five people that I must reach out to. So it could be a voice message. It could be, you know, somebody that was on my mind the day before and I write them down in a note. So I'll always do a handwritten note or a text or, you know, something like that to just ensure that I'm being in tune with my relationships because doing the tactical things are important. But for me, it's actually the relationships are just as important. So I ensure that I'm writing down five people that I might, that I need to reach out to each day. And then, then I also ask myself is, is how did I see the hand of God in my life and how did, you know, what miracles did I see today? Um, and so I kind of do that each night and ensure that I'm keeping perspective and that I have gratitude in my heart and my, my ideal day. So I create that. And then each night I will check myself before I wreck myself and be like, all right, how did I do? And did I do all the things that I told myself that I would do? And so if I didn't do those things and I didn't live my ideal life and my ideal day, if that makes sense. Totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. I mean, that was gold. And I feel like what he's offering you guys is literal gold. And it's like, just duplicate it, right? You're hearing from the best of the best, just put it into practice immediately. That's what successful people do. They just, they really imitate what they're hearing and seeing from successful people. So on the heels of that, because I love how intentional you are with relationships. You are the most connected human, honestly, that I've ever known on the planet. So here's the question from Brandy. How do you gain influence? And then the second part, which kind of goes along with it, how do you get your audience to buy in? Okay, how do you gain influence? Um, gaining influence is actually not a riddle at all. It's actually super, super easy. Um, do what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Just simply do what you say you're going to do. And because your most valuable asset, the most valuable asset is your own name. And I want you guys to know that is that your influence, and I'm not talking about being an influencer and millions of followers and all that. It's like, how are you making an impact with your life? And so for me, the influence is like, when I call, do they pick up? You know, if I were to throw a party that I needed you know, I did an event with Chris Voss and we filled it up with 350 CEOs. I just, it was all through my own personal text and we filled it up in like three days, you know? So it's like, how are you, you know, do you do what you say you're going to do? And then it's just like, your trust is so important when it comes to having influence. 
So I think if you do that, and then if you look to ways to drive value, and I always say serve before you sell. So I think that's the second part of that. If you have great trust, and if you've built up great influence, people like you, they'll listen to you. And I, my formula is this. If they like you, they'll listen to you. If they trust you, they will buy from you. Mm-hmm. If they have an experience with you, they will never leave you. Mm-hmm. But if you transform and change their lives, then they'll become a massive disciple of yours and all of a sudden talk about you in a good way. That's how you gain influence. When other people start talking about you, how amazing you are, and you don't have to do that anymore on your own. Mm-hmm. That is what influence is all about. But it starts first with building that trust, teaching people to have an experience, and then building up that 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 brand equity, that name equity is so important. So, yeah. oh, so good, so good, so good. So you kind of answered, and that's, and that's how you and that's how you monetize it, right? I mean, you answered it, right? How do you get your audience to buy in? You just said it. Um, yeah. Here's the next question, which I know is your jam. What are your specific triggers that tell you when you are moving towards or away from your purpose, right? Like, how do you know you're moving towards it? How do you, how are you moving away from it? I mean, this is so in line with what the book that you wrote that I want everybody to read if they haven't already, but what would, how would you answer that? You know, it's how do I stay aligned with my North star to ensure that I'm staying on the reservation, if you will, ensure that I'm on the tracks. You know, I actually have some railroad tracks right up here and I was thinking about this is that it, it for me it's it's also i spend a lot of time doing a one page strategy and so i really spend a lot of time i always say that if you don't have your strategy on one page you don't have a strategy so and that's actually not for me that's from Virtus Norton and Jim Kiltz who ran Nabisco and Kraft and Jim, i mean Warren Buffett says that uh, that uh, Jim Kiltz was the best COO in America and so he always ran all of his companies on one page And so I want to challenge all of you to ensure that you have super good clarity. You know, I do a ton with Brendan Burchard. Um, His book, High Performing Habits, is amazing. And the number one thing is like to seek clarity. So the way that I ensure that I do that is I do have a one-page strategy. I spend a lot of time on that. Like I will go up in the mountains. I will spend, turn off my phone. And each, each month, I'll kind of review that. And I'll actually review it each night to ensure that I'm on it, you know? But if I need to course correct and other opportunities come up, I actually ensure that there's flexibility on that so that I can stay in the flow and that I can, one, be either listening to, you know, listening to the spirit, listening to like, is this where God wants me? Am I doing, am I like doing things that are above my own purpose? Um, I think that that's how I ensure that I'm on, in, in the right direction and, and moving in the right direction. Um, the second thing is, is that, the uh, the other the second thing is how do I know that I'm moving in the right direction? Am I growing? Am I stretching myself? I always say, you know, give me mountains to climb, give me hard freaking stuff in life. That is when I know. That is when I know that I'm growing. Yeah. When I'm actually pushing myself to be a better human, I don't want. I do want when I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation. I do love to do fun stuff. I'm kind of an adrenaline junkie, but I know how to rest. But I also know that if I am not growing and working super hard and doing something meaningful, that I am not going in the right direction. Yeah. That leads me to this next question, which is just right on the other side of that. So, you know, obviously, as my friend Denise said in her question, like growth and fear happen simultaneously a lot of times, right? 
So when you're moving in that direction and you're working hard, but you've been doing that for a while and you feel like it's just not happening, right? So the fear starts to get bigger. The doubt starts to get bigger. Even though say six months, a year ago, you were so crystal clear on this is what you were doing. How do you decipher in those seasons? Am I supposed to pivot? Is, you know, my calling different than what I thought it was, or am I just supposed to stay on this path being stretched and growing, but it seems to not be working? You know, it, how many have I caught? Like, here's my guys right there. How many of you guys caught? 11. 11? 11. Oh my gosh, 11. So <laughs> here, here's the quick answer to that too. Is that, how is your energy? Because is even though it's super, super hard, you're like, I know I should be doing this. You know, you still have high energy around that. It is like, you know, prosper is the balance between money, happiness, and sustainability. And so is it aligned with you? Um, if it's not, and it's not fun, and it's not moving you towards what you want to do, then that's a signal and that's a trigger. But if it is super, like writing a book is not fun. It's not, it's not easy, you know. And I know. And I just, I was just on with another lady that just like, I don't ever want to do that again. I was like, you may not need to, because this one's so awesome, you know, <laughs> but I, but it's like, it's like those things is though, even though it's hard, is it, are you passionate about it? Are you, are you aligned with it? Is it, is it stretching you in a good way? If it, if it takes your energy and your energy is low and it's not moving the needle, and it's not uh, in alignment with what who you want to become. If your blood, sweat, and tears are not aligned with the person you want to become, then you'll never become that person. And so I think it's important to, to note those things. Watch your energy when it's super hard. Are you still moving towards those things that are most important? Yeah, I love that. It's like the end goal. Is the end goal still in alignment with your soul versus right. the hard work that it might feel like in the moment, Right. Um, here's a question from Lisa. What has been the biggest shift or habit that has led to your greatest success or change of trajectory in life? Who I surround myself with. Mm -hmm. um, joining masterminds. Um, making a list in my phone of my 25 favorite people that I'm doing life with. Yeah. I have my top five people. The biggest thing that I've ever done is like, who, it's, who am I surrounding myself with? And am I, am I in a, in, in the right rooms, you know, am I in the right places? That's why I'm so pumped about your mastermind. Cause I'm going to share something that's going to blow their mind. I'm going to save it for it. But, but I think that's the number one thing for my key to success is that I am not afraid to go meet anybody or do anybody because I treat everybody the same, whether it's the CEO or the Uber driver. So I'm not afraid to go be with those people that I may feel like they're superior than me because I don't feel like anybody's superior than anybody. Mm -hmm. And so I am fearless when it comes to doing that. Although I want to attach myself to people that are aligned with my goals and I want to do big things in life. So those are the people that I choose to hang around with. Yeah. Changes everything, changes everything. Yeah. So I'm going to pivot to a business question and then we'll end with one more because I want to respect your time. So nice. a lot of these women and a lot of the women that I work with, they're trying to figure out, do I do, do I start a community, like a lower ticket community? Do I create a course? Do I do private one-on-one -on -one higher ticket coaching? How do you figure out which one to kind of land on in the coaching space? 
you know, I think you have to figure out what also gets you most excited. Um, I think the very first thing you do need to do is start building your email list right away. Mm-hmm. So you do, you do need to build a community. Um, and then there's all kinds of different, there's all kinds of different models as far as how you should grow your coaching business and how you should do that. And so I think you have to get really wise at what that looks like. You have to get really good at customer acquisition. I don't know any company or any business that, that you have to get really good at building an email list, being able to get people on your list, being able to follow up with great people, being able to scale your own, your own self, right? You need to start building a team around you to be able to help follow up because you can't do it all by yourself. And so I think, I think building a community, building an email list, and then also learning how to build a great team is going to be really important as you're, as you're building and scaling that. Um, If you're trying to do it solo, then it's fine too, but you're only going to go so far until you burn yourself out or that's the way you want to do it. You want to work with premium clients. And I just want to work with, you know, maybe five clients a year that pay me 250,000 each a year. You know, um, you can do that. Um, or you can figure out, I want to build a course and a content and curriculum, get them into my monthly class and then sell one-on-one coaching and then sell masterminds and then really be unique that way. So I think it's it really like comes down to that one page business model. What do you want to do? How much time are you going to allocate towards this? You know, I want to ensure for myself that I set up a machine. So you have to build your business in such a way that it passes the bus test that basically if you were hit by a bus, would your company still run? That's when you know you have a business. And that's when you know you've actually built up a machine and a business to be able to do that. So um, so I think those those things, I do love community building that. Um, again, that's that's building up your your brand and your name or your company um is is an important part of that. Yeah, so good. And actually at the mastermind, at the mastermind, I'm gonna get into some of that in a big way. I'm gonna yeah. go deep on that. Awesome. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I'm taking notes myself over here. Um, okay, last question. From Liz, what's the one thing that keeps you going no matter what the circumstances, right? When life gets super freaking hard, what keeps you going? You know, honestly, it is. I think it's a couple things. For me, it's like I want to leave a legacy for my family. So I think about that often. If I were to leave this earth, would they be protected? So I think it's like, who are you fighting for and who needs you on your A game? You know, I try to keep that perspective. Is my wife set if anything were to happen? You know, are my kids healthy and strong? Or, you know, do I have amazing relationships with them? Because I always say, you know, no amount of business success can compensate for failure in the home. And so for me, ensuring that I keep that, that am I doing is that, am I prioritizing the things that matter most? And that is also what keeps me going is building a legacy for my family. And when I leave this earth, people will say, you know, Randy was an amazing man and he did these things. And yet I have the best relationships with those that are closest to me. Those that you know and like the most love you the most. So for me, that keeps me going. Um, The other thing that keeps me going is like, how much, how many lives can I change while I'm here on earth? You know, what is the impact that I can make? And if I can work with CEOs, and they're dealing with millions of people, and I can help those that are influencer and be behind the scene, that also keeps me going. 
you know, cause I know that I can't do it all alone and I don't necessarily need to be the one on stage. I don't need to be the one doing those things, but can I be the one that's actually influenced? Can I be the kingmaker? That's also what gets me going. I love it. I love getting you on stages. I love helping you with podcasts. I love helping others do that, you know? And so I love that. That's kind of what keeps me going. And my dad always said, do as much as you can for as many people as you can, as often as you can and, re- and expect nothing in return. And I just try to live my life that way. And I literally have a heart filled with gratitude and joy. And I just try to do my best every single day. Wow. Well, I think you do a really darn good job of that. And I I really do think that's the switch, right? Everyone's trying to build, everyone's trying to monetize. But when you truly make the switch to just wake up and serve and change lives and pour into other people and help as many people as you can, that's when the success ends up coming, you know? Um, Randy, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I cannot wait to be out there in Sundance with you, literally right where you are, fly fishing with this amazing, with a lot of the women that are on this call. It's going to be next level. And, you know, I want to tell you that you are a beacon for me, honestly. Like, you know, it's so important to have those people on those hard days where you want to give up, where you want to quit, where you want to take your foot off the gas. And you have those people in your life that you want to emulate. And you can think like, what would Randy do? You know, Randy wouldn't give up. Randy would keep his foot on the gas. Randy would find that purpose and and keep going. And you are absolutely one of those people for me. And I'm just so incredibly grateful to call you a friend. So thank you. Well, you have me on speed dial. You know that. And you are like the rock of Gibraltar, dude. You are immovable. You are a force for good. You're a powerful, powerful, amazing lady. And I'm so excited to meet all those people that are going to be coming. If you haven't signed up yet, come because we get it. We're going to do some really cool stuff. We are. It's going to be epic. Epic. Randy, thank you so much for your time. Have a great rest of your fly fishing event and everything you're doing out there. And we will chat very soon. Okay. Get rowdy.com. Let's go. (laughs) Thanks, Randy. For you guys. Bye guys. That's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Thanks for listening. I want to remind you to subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts. That would be super, super helpful to us. And share in your social media. Tag me. I love hearing what you guys have to say, your takeaways, all the things. So make sure you're tagging me in your social media posts when you share the episodes. And we will see you next week. 